Welcome to the That Don't Fit podcast, a podcast where we're dedicated to talking about life and life's real issues that cross racial and generational lines. My name is Jared Torrance, and I'm here with my co-host, Andy Farmer. We're friends. We're pastors. We're wanting to help people talk and process life in a crazy world. Welcome to the conversation. All right. Welcome back. Another episode of That Don't Fit. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, we've got a very special show for you today. Not that our other shows aren't very special, but this one, it's quite special. And why is that? Because it's not just me and Andy out here talking about tears, talking about fears, tears, fears, tears for fears, tears for fears, things like that. Uh, Tears for fear. If you're out there, you can sponsor us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's not just us. We've also got our dear friend Jorge Pardo with us. Jorge is uh, one of the members of our church at Covenant Fellowship, and he is a good friend. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to take a few episodes and uh, bring some folks in who we know who are interested in the pursuit of ethnic harmony and ethnic justice. And um, and uh, actually at our church, we've got a group called our, our core team, Ethnic Harmony Core Team. And uh, we get together every once in a while, question mark? Yeah, frequently. Frequently, Relatively. super frequently, yeah. all the time. We are constantly meeting. Mm-hmm. And um, talk through these issues, think through these issues, want to think through it biblically. I uh, love hearing other people's perspectives and and uh, different things like that. And one of the things we did is we kind of had everyone kind of share their story. And uh, the times where we were doing that were so beneficial and helpful. We thought, well, why don't we get some of these guys on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I'm learning so much from them. And why would I keep all that information to myself? So why wouldn't we bring Jorge on? That's right. And that's exactly where we started. Excellent. Jorge, great to have you, man. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Good. Thank good. you for having me. Well, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us sort of the big flyover of, of Jorge in this world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to fly and tell you. First, my, my real name is actually George Brown, if we go into English. Ah. What? Yeah. That's my real first that's and last name. name. Yeah, George Brown. George Brown. Yeah. Anglicized. Anglicized. Yeah, anglicized. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Which we're yeah. not going to do here. We're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel very Puerto Rican in my own ways. My parents are from Cuba, though. Oh, wow. oh. So I feel Cuban, too. <laughs> and my grandparents are from Spain. Wow. So okay. I feel Spanish, Okay, that too. may take us the whole time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we may not get too much <laughs> past this flyover. This is wild. This like is 10 crazy. years ago, I actually became a Spanish citizen. So I'm a European now and, and a U.S. citizen, which is kind of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, I have a lovely wife and two kids. Uh, my son is 21, my daughter is 18, and I live in Delaware. Ooh, I, ooh. Yeah, yeah, All right, right, Delaware. Yeah. I've been in the U.S. for, <laughs> I mean, in mainland U.S. for about 30 years. Came to college in the U.S. and stayed here. Where'd okay. you go? I went to the South, uh, Davidson College. Oh, Davidson, yeah. In yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. That is, um, that's, uh, oh, Steph Curry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all coming together now. Yeah, we are all Golden State fans. <laughs> <laughs> we follow Golden State religiously. He put us on the map, so <laughs> you know. Yeah. So um, I've been going to uh, Covenant Fellowship Church for about twelve, about twelve years now. Okay. 
Um, what else can I say? Oh, well, I, there's so much I want to oh, interrupt yeah, already. Let's let him. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I used to be a French and a Spanish teacher years ago. So you speak French? Yes. So that, no, is, oh, yeah. he's, yeah, we're, is we're, he too smart to be here? No, no, no. <laughs> Guys, we got to yeah. cancel the show. That's we can't right. have guests right. of this caliber on, on this show. Man, so, I did not know that. 20 some years ago, after taking my kids uh, on language trips, extremely unorganized mm -hmm. language trips to my homeland, Puerto Rico, uh, I, I started a company called Vamanos Tours. Oh. Do you know what Vamanos means? Mm -hmm. Let's go. Exactly. Listen, guys, I took three years That's Spanish in college. Yeah. <laughs> I have not much to show for it, yeah. except for that right there. Hey, <laughs> that, that was on the spot. So, yeah, so it's a, we're a tour company that takes students from all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. on trips, you know, to Puerto Rico, to Central America, to Europe, different places. Mm -hmm. So Excellent. I've been Great. doing that full time for about 12, 13 years. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So you do a lot of travel yourself. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't go on the tours, or I'm not yeah. the guide or anything like that. But yeah. I go and check on check the staff out. and on yeah. the groups and whatever. That's great. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. So tell us about your spiritual walk. Um, I came to Christ. And... It happened in at Davidson, actually. Well, sort of. It began at Davidson. Um, at Davidson, it was the first time ever I actually met a like a real Christian, mm -hmm. and I was shocked. I'm like, what in the world? These people exist. Uh, <laughs> I, I was born and raised Catholic all my life. But this guy was a real Christian, and I was captivated by by him. He also was a French speaker from uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, okay, yeah. So we actually spoke um, French all the time. We, we were roommates for three years. Really? Yeah. So it stuck with me. I I didn't accept Christ in college, uh, but about a year afterwards, um, I decided I needed to get baptized because you know the Bible was the truth. Yeah. Mm. So we met halfway. I was already in Delaware, between Delaware and, and North Carolina. We met at the Rappahannock uh, River in Virginia. Virginia, yeah. It was January, and I, I did not care. I'm like, we're going in the water. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was very exciting, wow. but very cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just you and the river and the guy. Yeah. Wow. And just, I told him that I needed to be baptized. Yeah. So that was a wonderful aspect of. Um, coming to Christ. Unfortunately, that introduced me to um, a group of churches mm -hmm. that after having come out of that, they were kind of sectarian and kind of cultic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to be to be honest, I was kind of in a cult yeah. for mm -hmm. 15 years. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. And the grace of God, I mean, the grace of God rescued me from that. Wow. Um, I always tell people that Jesus extracted me and saved me from, from religion and from church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just weird to say wow. that, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Wow, it was, was a really incredible. incredible experience. I came to Covenant when we were doing the um, the John series. Yeah, mm. and my wife and I were just salivating. We just couldn't. Not, <laughs> we were just like, oh, we're <laughs> talking about Jesus. Oh, mm. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, because we didn't used to talk much about Jesus. Mm -hmm. wow. it used to be about other stuff. So. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So I, I I got a thousand questions. I know. Yes. Yeah. Wait. So first, before we <laughs> continue on. Upstairs, Jorge did tell us that um, it is proper and respectful to interrupt. Yes. yes. Okay. And so yes. I'm going to go. It's Puerto Rican culture, right? Is that that's what interrupt? I would say just Latino yeah. culture. Oh, perfect. Uh, We're going to go full yes. Latino culture full, then. Please. Okay. Which, what do you got? Well, my, you my question <laughs> is, what do you say? What What's the right word? Because I don't know. We don't know. Hispanic, Latino. That's a great question. Um, 
We need a, we need an we, answer that speaks for yes. everybody Every in the world. Everyone ever. Yeah. Ever. It's okay. on you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> well, first for I would say for me, I, I love to be referred as a Latino. Okay. Mm -hmm. Latino is more of a cultural um, word terminology. Okay. Uh, talks about the culture. Talks about the people and traditions. Okay. Whereas the spot, Hispanic is more demographic. Okay. 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 Yeah, more numbers related. I mean, are you Hispanic? Yes. Uh, but it gets a little complicated because, for example, a Portuguese person, sorry, no, a Brazilian yeah. is a Latino because it's yeah. from Latin America. Yes. Mm -hmm. But a guy or a woman from Spain, they're not Latinos. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're Hispanics because Hispanic. they're from Europe. Okay. Oh, they, are they Hispanic or are they Spanish? Well, they're Spanish, yeah. but they could be included under the umbrella of Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I was always told that um, Hispanic is language oriented is that same thing culture and language oriented or is it actually i don't see it as language oriented okay the, there's many hispanics that don't don't speak any spanish really for example the u.s has a massive population of hispanics that yeah they're okay. second or third generation yeah, and gotcha. their names yeah. are yep. paco lopez mm -hmm. and they don't speak a word of spanish because yeah. you know mm -hmm. they've been born and raised here and yeah yeah they don't speak at home mm -hmm. so so for us latino is it's a cultural sort of um, yeah word that we we identify more with yeah. Latino. Yeah. Okay. And I know you know one of the things that's typical, I, I think, uh, is not to differentiate, for example, um, with L Latino Caribbean culture and Mexican or mm -hmm. uh, Central American yeah. uh, Hispanic culture, and so like, how do you navigate that? Um, uh, like, do you, when you're in a, in a, in a, in an environment where there are p other people who are Hispanic, do you orient to, okay, these, these, I, I, I'm that's, familiar with Puerto Rican culture. Does it break down further than just that? Yeah, that's a great question because oftentimes they put us together in a group called Latinos or Hispanics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But sometimes we have more in common with Americans than with mm. Argentinians, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if you, I, I brought a few stats. Can I just share some things yes, that are just please. fascinating? Yeah, we love numbers. Yeah. Uh, there, there are four continents that speak Spanish. Uh, obviously, uh, North and South America. Mm -hmm. Europe. Can you guess the fourth one? I'm about to shock you. Yeah, Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah, there's a country in Africa, Equatorial Guinea, that their they're, they're top language is Spanish. Top language? Yeah, their main language is Spanish. Really? Equatorial wow. Guinea. It's right under Cameroon in the West Coast. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so you have that, right? Interesting. Yeah. And then um, in the, let's just talk about nor uh, North and South America. Uh, there's the Caribbean people. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things in common. The yeah. Spanish speaking sports, for example, is a very important one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how often I tell people that I do not play soccer <laughs> <laughs> and that I never played soccer. <laughs> If I give an opinion on soccer, everybody's like, yeah, whatever I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Really. I used to coach my kids soccer when they were little because I was just a volunteer. That's right. You put and fear you put fear into the opposing yeah. coach. And my He's kids, like, oh man, yeah. oh man, we got a Hispanic guy over there. My son played soccer all throughout college and high school. <gasps> and anything I ever said in the stands, they were like, okay. <laughs> yes. But in the Caribbean, we're all about baseball and basketball. Yeah, baseball, we don't, yeah, we don't yeah, play yes. soccer. For real, yeah. 
but they don't care. They, yeah. they don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the Caribbean culture. That's we great. we share a lot of the common foods and yeah. common culture. Um, then there's Central America, which is mixed with a lot of indigenous people, yes. the Mayas, the Aztecs. Uh-huh. Um, and the food is kind of, you know, they have a lot in common with food. Um, then there's the north of, of South America. There, some of them are more Caribbean, some of them are more Central American. But then there's the south of South America. That's a different world. Yeah. There are no, as far as I know, there are not many or no African Americans whatsoever. Hmm. They're super white in the south. Ur- Ur- Uruguay, Argentina. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ar- Argentina, they they oftentimes call themselves the Europeans in, in South America. Hmm. Interesting. And their food is very European. Huh. Even in Chile, their food, yeah. the, like, like they drink tea all the time. <laughs> it's, it's very British yes. in, in yeah. Chile. Hmm. So you have all those different things. Yeah. And then Brazil is Portuguese. And Brazil is Portuguese, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right in the middle. Is, mm. Yeah, different, whole different. And actually, South group. America has three other countries that don't speak Spanish or, well, actually, there's one that speaks English, but there's others that speak uh, French and Dutch, the, the Guyanas and mm-hmm. Suriname. Yeah. 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 Wow. So. Wow. So um, what we're interested in is just, you know, you talk a little bit about your experience. You're, and we're, you're, you're in a, you're, 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 you're in, in the American culture that, in which you belong. Mm-hmm. But uh, ethnically, you wouldn't have traditionally been uh, the dominant ethnic group. So you're a minority ethnic group in a yes. sense. So how, how has that been for How do you relate to that? How, what's been your experience of that? Yeah, I had an interesting experience because I came from a majority mm-hmm. sort of place where, you know, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Everybody around was sort of Puerto Rican. Yeah. Um, so I came to the U.S. for college, mm-hmm. broken English, uh, okay. Davidson. And, so um, you didn't have, you weren't fluent. I mean, you weren't conversational. I wasn't that conversational. Yeah. So at the beginning, it was kind of hard. Okay. Um, but then it got better. Um but I now looking back, I realized that I learned a lot that I did just did not know. I didn't know the history of the South, for mm-hmm. example, and yeah. African Americans, and, and, and I didn't know the history. Yeah. So I find it fascinating because when I went to the to the lunch uh, to the cafeteria in at college, I saw all this division of you know mm-hmm. white people and the black people always sit together. And I just didn't get that. Mm-hmm. So I I had the privilege, and I think Puerto Ricans have this privilege. <laughs> we just fit in in many mm. places. Mm-hmm. So I had all absolute freedom to sit down at a table with, you know, internationals, at a table with white people. And I was heavily free to sit down mm-hmm. at a table with the black football and basketball players. Yeah. And it was like family. We just mm. fit in perfectly. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know if it's because they were being nice to me. As far as I, I, I did not care. Mm. Because I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know all yeah. these differences. You didn't have all that in your, in your background. No, in sense. Yeah. no. So... I guess ignorance helped there, mm. Mm. <laughs> but um, that helped a lot. Um, yeah. And of course, Puerto Rico, we have a massive advantage because of all Latin America, we're the only ones that are part of the U.S. Yeah, it's a complicated uh, political yeah. thing because we are a free associated state, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So, in big words, for important big stuff, we're the U.S. Mm-hmm. For little stuff, we're a country. Yeah. But we get yeah. to have our own national team, which is you know, mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. And citizenship, U.S. citizenship, right? Yeah, we got the yeah. U.S. citizenship, which is yeah. very interesting. I was just telling my, my daughter the other day, do you know when we got the citizenship for the U.S.? 
And Andy would appreciate this because you you like history. Nineteen <laughs> seventeen. Really? Yeah. Was it connected to the war at all? Yeah. Oh. We get citizenship, but you guys go to the front. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nineteen seventeen. Very interesting. Wow. Um, so we've been citizens since nineteen seventeen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your your grandparents, mm -hmm. Spanish. Yeah. Immigrate to Cuba. Yeah. And then your parents immigrate from Cuba, like around Castro, or is it separate from yeah, that? Castro, yeah, Castro. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about, what do you know about that generational experience of of cultural transition? Well, the grandparents, uh, three of my four grandparents were from Spain, mm -hmm. and the one who was born in Cuba, her parents were from Spain. Okay. Um, and it was common for Europeans to move into the Americas in yeah. the early 1900s, yeah. either before the war or during the war, mm -hmm. to find a new, new experience. Um, and then my parents were happily living in, in Cuba when the communism came in Fidel. Okay. So they emigrated in 61 and 65. Okay. They didn't Did they have trouble getting out or were they able to? Oh, yeah, lots of trouble. Yeah. 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 Very scarred for life. Mm. Uh, mm. So... It has given us a, a great perspective. We can relate to, you know, Eastern Europeans and yeah, yeah. what communism is like. I got to open Cuba as one of our destinations in 2014. Really? And my goal was to see the place that my parents have been talking forever. Because wow. everything was better in Cuba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was born and raised with that. <laughs> <laughs> so would they, would, they, uh, would they consider themselves Cuban then? Oh, my, my... Yeah, your parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're Cuban. Yes. In Puerto Rico. Yeah, they're okay. very Cubans. Yeah. Um, so, but when I went to Cuba, my dad didn't speak to me for months. Really? Because going to Cuba for a, a Cuban that is in the exile is kind of like a stab in the back. Because oh, you, by wow. stepping into Cuba, you're you're like backstabbing your family because you're giving money to, to Fidel back then or yeah. the Castros. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Um, but it ended up being a good story. I ended up... Um, really helping cousins that we had there. The more groups I brought, the more I could, you know, employ them and, and bring oh. stuff to them. My goodness. And in 2016, 17, we were able to actually rescue one of my cousins who emigrated from um, from Cuba. He, he lives in Delaware, happily married with wow. kids and working. Really? Yeah. He saw that window and he's like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah. I know South Florida, there's kind of a... Uh, anticipation of when communism falls is that same thing in 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 puerto rico for the cubans there are there a lot of exiles in in uh in I mean, not puerto like rico? miami but yeah, yeah they are as far as anticipation i don't know we've waited for so long yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the yeah. second castro is almost i mean he's got to be 90 <laughs> right now <laughs> and i just don't see any movement yeah. sure yeah so. yeah wow wow yeah. So I've got other questions. I want to make sure I give you a chance to. Yes, I'm just I'm just writing down questions. I don't know if I'll ask him. Okay, this is great. Okay, okay. Yeah, keep going. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, the last few years we've been talking about ethnic diversity as a church. How we as believers respond. How do we deal with the the wrenchings in our culture over <laughs> ethnicity and race? And uh, I just love to hear your thoughts on. You know, at, at, from 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 where you live, how that experience, what what was that like for you? What's it been like for you, um, in a world where where this is primarily playing out in a black, black white, white exactly, way? Exactly right. Yeah. So you're not 
you're not you're certainly enmeshed in it, but you're not within the camps, within the worlds that tend to be in tension. And, yeah. and being talked about, yeah. And being talked about, yeah. So what, what's your what's your experience? What's your, what are your thoughts? What have you... I would say my experience, um, especially living in the East Coast, we're a lot less visible, kind of more like the Asians, actually. Mm -hmm. um, we just celebrating in the U.S. every month of September is the Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. But you don't hear much. Yeah. You know, you don't, yeah. Not much happens. Um, so whereas in the West Coast, it's so heavily Latino that oh, okay. things are very different there. But um, it would be, it wouldn't be uh, Puerto Rican. It wouldn't be, no. Yeah, it would be, it, it would be, be South American and Mexican. It would be very heavily Mexican. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. That's why one of the biggest things that we um, deal with sometimes in society as Latinos in the U.S. is that if anybody ever hears anyone speaking Spanish, they're going to assume that, okay, you guys are Mexicans mm -hmm. and you're mm -hmm. probably illegal. Mm -hmm. Um there are 21 countries in the world that speak Spanish as the main language. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. being 22nd. The U.S. is actually the second largest speaking, Spanish-speaking country in the world after Mexico. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. adding that number. <laughs> uh, and just to throw some numbers out there, um, the population of the U.S. is about five, uh, one in one in 5.5 Americans is a Latino. It's mm -hmm. about 18% of the population. But we don't see it in the East Coast. I mean, the West Coast is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I believe Texas and California are 50% are, are already. Or yeah, more. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the biggest things is we get often confused with Mexicans because mm -hmm. if you speak Spanish, you must be a Mexican. Yeah. And in a way, it's, it's hard to blame. I mean, really, Mexicans make up most of the Latinos in the U.S., mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's probably 21 other countries <laughs> represented in sure, there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have a question. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess I just want to I want to hear some of your thoughts, and specifically, in all mo most of the conversations around race, ethnicity, and ethnic justice and ethnic harmony in America deal with a black-white divide, mm -hmm. and then. A lot of our Asian brothers and sisters, Latino brothers and sisters, kind of, they're in, you know, when we talk about minorities and diversity, mm -hmm. but when we get into the specifics of the conversation, oftentimes you guys are overlooked. Yet, even at our church, there's like a pretty thriving Encuentro ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and even our services, which you kind of head up, are translated live into Spanish, like mm -hmm. as a service is heading on. Yeah. And, um, so, so there's like a diversity of Latino folks in our church. I gather together, have good community. Um, yet still the conversations, it, it, it still feels like a little bit overlooked in, in certain ways. So can you just respond to like, how do you guys process that? Like, what do you guys think about that? How do you guys kind of lean in um, and participate in the church joyfully still, even though we're like, hey, like we're, we're here. We're like, we're, 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 we're doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel a lot of gratitude. I mean, the church at least has opened and has opened its doors so heavily to, to, you know, us Latinos and mm -hmm. and to anytime I I share an idea, hey, would it, it would be good if we do this? Or could you help us out with this? Yeah. <laughs> the church has been wonderful at that. Um, and just us meeting at least once a month among Latinos has helped has helped us. You know, given us a place to 
speak our language yeah. and and every time we meet after church we don't, we don't just speak a language we eat well argentinian food uh, no we we smell it we smell and it, yeah. i'm like can i get into this <laughs> yeah. meeting yeah. It's like, <laughs> how much of this spanish do i remember yeah. <laughs> you are welcome to come <laughs> so um that has really been yeah that has been a blessing sometimes they allow some of us to read up front mm-hmm. and you know that gives us some sort of visibility yeah. which is which yeah. is good sometimes the um, song leaders sing songs in spanish and they sometimes run the by, by me and they like Jorge, can we pronounce this together to make sure that i'm making sense <laughs> <laughs> um, so all those efforts are are, are awesome outstanding mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah well it's so funny even like using the word like allow or, or it's different things like that it's like you guys are our church like yeah and so it's just it, it's another expression of just the way that we are yeah. recognizing the body that is among us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not like an extra step. It's just like something else that like helps the rest of the congregation that may not be as aware uh, of who's in our midst and, yeah. and different yeah. things like that. And so I do love that. And I will say, Jorge, you are one of the most grateful members of our church. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if an email comes through and it's from Jorge, it's this like it's like my heart does not drop it's not like oh snap here we go it's like oh my goodness like i'll actually answer it like quickly um which i try to do with other ones but you know jorge's are a bit easier but you do just you you beam gratitude um through different things and i will say this i just i feel like i just need to publicly apologize to uh, the translation team um for when i for when i preach yeah uh i do send i i text jorge i was like hey i'm up this week i'll get you the manuscript by friday because i know when I get up there, sometimes I get a little wild and I start making words up and you're like, there's no, tra- there's, there's no translation. And there's, no, there's no English translation for this. <laughs> and you're speaking 40 miles, oh, uh, uh, you know, 40 in, words a minute. Interpretation is an interesting thing. And, and I'm super grateful, JT, just that you're thinking about me and about us, you know, in the interpretation team. But, but being in that room, you know, you have to get into this channel yeah. to be able to interpret everything at yeah. the same time in another language. And sometimes... By the grace of God, you feel the spirit takes you. Yes. And then you feel like you're on a horse. You're like, let's go. Let's go. You feel like you're, right. yeah. this last Sunday, I felt like I was surfing. I was like, yeah. I know what he's going to say before he says it. I'm out there. Yeah, no, really. I'm translating what he hadn't said yet. I mean, that happens. It's, oh, it's incredible. Amazing. You get into some channel. I'm like, Lord, I don't know where I'm at, but it's working. Right. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, some pastors that are so fast. I can't get up there, man. I, I can't get in that channel, but I will. It's a challenge. I'm like, Lord, we're going to make it. Yeah. No, you're not, you're not naming names. No, I'm not naming names. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know who you are out there. But so. um, <laughs> there are some other interpreters that are better than I am at, yeah. at summarizing what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that way, they don't, they don't need to keep up with the speed. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I want to just basically be said, <laughs> Jesus loves you. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's basically saying. That's a safe fallback. That's yes. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So here's a like one of the things we're very aware of. I mean, you know, um, uh, Anglo uh, dominant culture, mm-hmm. um, church. Uh, we're always interested in what are the hurdles that if 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 a Latino and I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start using Latino as my primary Same. thing. Yes. Right. Yes. I like it, mm-hmm. and it just feels right. It feels good. And so I'm I'm just going to start using it. I'm not going to mix them anymore. I'm just yes. going to go that way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we've 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 We're made some progress, out. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but so for Latino folks, 
coming to the church, coming to this church, uh, first of all, what would attract people who are uh, recognizing I'm going to come into a church that's not my natural? Wait, and the quick thing, can you remember that question before? Yeah. I got to go back to something. Okay. Um, a little grammar here. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, because no. when we I get just, to... I just nailed this down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because when he says Latino, I want to make sure that we know. Latina. No, because oh. Latino encompasses male and female. Uh, so la Latino could be strictly male or it could be general. Just okay, a bunch of males okay. and females together, they're Latinos too. Okay. Like citizen is mm -hmm. ciudadano. That's okay. just male or female. It doesn't okay. matter. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so when you say Latino, yeah. I'm just making it clear that we're not just talking about the male Latinos. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a general so aspect. So Latina then, what is that? Is that like Latina a is actually strictly Female. female. So oh, if you're only talking about females, it's yeah. Latina. So uh, female Latinas actually get their own channel. They're okay. always female, whereas we share sometimes female, okay. sometimes oh, not. Okay, yeah. okay. And so, we're not going to get into the cultural thing, but one of the things that irks us the most wow. is that in this culture, they put an X. Yes. Yeah, do. what's up with that? What is up with that? Because <laughs> I didn't ask you. As a Spanish teacher, uh, is forget that a gender culture. issue you're, thing? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're getting into my grammar, man. Yeah, don't, don't no, mess up the grammar. Yeah, yeah. No. O's are general and masculine. A's are feminine. Okay. X's don't exist. Okay. Mm. So okay. keep saying Latino. Sorry. Great. Latino. Okay, Latino. Boom. But when I'm seeing uh, some sisters <laughs> talking over here, there you go. I'll Latinas. say my, my Latina sister. Yeah, mm. yeah exactly. Okay, yeah. great. I can do that. You can do that. I can do that, yeah. Nailed yeah. it. So, so the question is, yeah. folks coming, they're, uh, they're in a... Uh, they're, they're acknowledging, if I come to this church, I'm going to have to cross some cultural barriers, yes. and I'm going to have to adapt to certain things. What sort of things might they be, and what can a church like ours do to sort of make, make the, the hurdles less significant? Um, well, some of the challenges that we experience, uh, first is Latinos from the area that come to the church, if they are not... Um, super privileged, they're first massively intimidated by the church. Hmm. It's so big, it's so like, whoa. <laughs> okay, that's one thing. Secondly, okay. it takes, it's all in English. Yeah, it is And you don't English, see people yeah. that, that look like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a second intimidator. Um, if they get a nice welcome and if they quickly notice, oh wait, no, we got you, we got yeah. interpretation, that, yes. that really helps. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so whenever there's people like that, they usually come and get me or somebody else mm -hmm. to make sure that, hey, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the language barrier is, it's always gonna be a challenge. Yeah. Um, we actually had a community group meeting last night and uh, one of our Latinas was at the community group, but at some point she's like, I am so tired today. It's just not coming in. It's just bouncing. Mm. The English really? is just bouncing mm. and wow. just not, uh. not coming in. And, and yeah. we could tell, Yeah. We, we could relate because yes. we've been in that experience before. Um, Mm -hmm. But hats off, I take my hat off to the Latinos in our church who are doing what we originally told them to do, which is we'll have our encuentro, mm -hmm. but we want you guys to connect, you know, into the community that is yeah. not just Latinos, it's yeah. into the whole church. Yeah, I see that. And some of yeah. them are doing it super successful. Yeah, yeah. And you're leading a group, uh, a, a community group that's primarily not Latino. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's just the sense of humor <laughs> and, <laughs> and the grace of God. Yeah. You know, they put this guy with this crazy accent leading <laughs> leading a community group. That's God's sense of humor. But whatever, we, we have a wonderful yeah. group. Yeah. And there's some Latinos there. Yeah. So. yeah. 
So yeah. So what what is your what is your burden for us as a church as we think about? I mean, we do have, I mean, we do have population. We think we're, we're thinking about doing a church plant in an area where there will be a lot of yeah. um, Latinos. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, what is your burden for us uh, to to be a church, to be a, uh, a a family of churches where, I mean. We do have primarily Spanish-speaking churches, mm-hmm. and we have a, a number of Mexican churches yeah. in Mexico. We have yeah. churches in the states that are primarily uh, Spanish-speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but for churches that recognize that part of their mission, local mission field, mm-hmm. is is the Latino population, how how do we what do we do to? I would say that our our most recent global efforts have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I suggested not, not not long ago is, man, wouldn't it be great to have a Latino preach at our church? Mm. And you guys moved quickly, you know? <laughs> and he's already preached twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that means so much, mm. you know? Um, so, because, you know, visibility and, sure, and, yeah. and having yeah. some yeah. Latino preach and, but awareness. I mean, if I wish the church could know that Latin America is undergoing a, a crazy revival mm. of, mm-hmm. of a revival of a hunger for the gospel. Yeah. 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 You know, there's plenty yeah, of churches in Latin America and plenty of churches, but they're not super healthy because right. it's all been either prosperity, prosperity. or a very spirit led and little mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. And now it's just a crazy revival in yeah. Latin America. Churches are just We're seeing that. Yeah. 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 So for our church to become aware of what's going on, um, will be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. another thing that has helped a lot is having, um, English speakers, Americans, join Encuentro. Mm. Like one of our most wow. loyal members is, um, you guys know Bob Wright? Yeah. 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 He, he comes to Encuentro and he- Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's learning Spanish. Oh, wait, uh, no, yeah, yeah, he gave me an empanada once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was wondering where he got that from. That's amazing. So, yeah, the awareness that, you know, speak another language, this whole world is so heavily connected. Yeah. And we have our own stories. Uh, when when some of you, the song leaders uh, sing a song in, in Spanish, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It makes it really hard for me to interpret or to to keep it together. It's yeah. just so emotional. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. wow. When there's a song in Spanish in church, I lose it every time. It's, yeah. it's yeah. just so touching. Yeah, yeah I know. The, the goal now from Sovereign Grace is to, uh, to what we, we, they have been doing is translating songs into Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Right now, they're working on Spanish-speaking writers yeah, they just writing songs. Songwriters retreat in Spanish. Yeah, oh, so, right, so yeah. it's a so Spanish it's people songwriters retreat. A Spanish oh, wow. song, so they're not they're not they're not translating. They're writing in Spanish for oh, wow. Spanish-speaking uh, <laughs> congregations. Because we have some CDs in Spanish from Sovereign Grace Spanish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you're saying, wow, writing. They're going to write in Spanish, so they don't have to worry yeah. about idiom translation. Yeah. They just go straight. This is what we're trying to say mm-hmm. in Spanish, and yeah. so yeah. So maybe, yeah, more, maybe eventually we'll get those translated to English. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To give you more for the for uh, what you were asking, and the um, one thing that is as recent as last Sunday, I was talking to the to the team that organizes everything in the church to see if our, our little room where we interpret, if mm. one of those windows could be open. Mm. Because again, it gives us more visibility. It lets people know, oh wow, there's somebody there. Uh, oh okay, interpreting. 
So if somebody comes into the church, it would be very easy to be like, oh, okay, yeah. can yeah. I get some of that? Uh -huh. yes. Yeah. And and they're putting a sign now that's going to say Spanish interpretation mm -hmm. in progress or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's it just makes great. it more visible and more accessible. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Well, anything else on your heart before we're going to kind of kind of bring it to a close here? Anything else on your heart to share? Um, mm. Let's see. Um, no, I'm I'm wondering. Um, Jorge is so humble. He's about no. to close this whole podcast without <laughs> saying that he and Lin Manuel Miranda are like best friends. That's the way I interpret what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's a, Didn't that's, you do something like with we're not, him? We're not best. I, I met his whole family and, and <laughs> took him out to lunch. <laughs> yes. Because Hamilton came to Puerto Rico in yes. 2019. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And you like created travel for it, right? Yeah. We had a, a big that part of that. That would have been my introduction. If, if I was Jorge, this is how it is. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's where you start, man. <laughs> that's where you start. Uh, well, was, I came to Christ. That in, was incredible, yeah. In 19, <laughs> you know, 2003. And I met Lin Manuel yeah. in <laughs> yeah, so that's 2016. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you know what? I actually about? never met him. He just he would finish the show and he would just vanish. I got to hang out backstage with George Washington and everybody else. They uh -huh. were incredible, incredible people. Yeah, but he I, I could never meet him. But my, my my call to fame is that what you say or not? Yeah, uh, yeah. Call or it's your, not call to fame. It's something like that. Your uh, claim to fame. Claim, claim to fame. To fame see? <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Ricky Martin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was my best friend in fourth grade. <laughs> that, that's my claim. Are you friend. joking or are you serious? <laughs> no, no. We were we were great friends. Yeah. Oh, we're the same age, we went to the same school. Really? We were gonna actually try Menudo together. <laughs> but I decided to choose basketball over following him in his crazy Menudo yeah, thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Bad choice then so. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, now we'll leave with that. That's right. <laughs> Ricky Martin's best friend in fourth grade. That's what right. What is yeah. happening? That's yeah, great. Ricky man. Martin. Ricky yes. Martin. Yeah. Very nice guy. That's cool. Super that's nice. Cool. Great. Yep. <laughs> great. Well, that's it. That's that. Don't fit. See you guys See next you later. Time. Yeah. Thank you for having me, guys. Sure. Yes. Yep. All right. <laughs>